Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. And this is Stacy Borjo. Hey, Tim. Welcome to the neighborhood. It is beautiful outside. <laughs> it is. Uh, today we have Katie Hogan Van Cleve. Uh, see, I, I put your <laughs> name in there, anyways. Uh, you're with uh, Heart of Illinois Special Recreation Association. I am. Yeah. That's a lot that of is words. a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it? So HISRA, which is what we call it, we go. use lots of acronyms when we serve people with disabilities. So we call it HISRA, which is a lot easier to say. Um, we do recreation programming for people with disabilities in four park districts, Morton, Peoria, Chillicothe, and Washington. Um, we also do inclusion services in those districts. So anytime someone with a disability or special need wants to um, enjoy leisure activities or be included in a typical park district program, we provide those services. Cool. So give us a little example of things that you might do. There are lots and lots of examples of things we might do, but I'll give you some. We sure. do, um, we have an adult social program during the day um, mm -hmm. that's kind of a, an alternative day program. It's recreation-based, but teaches life skills through recreation activities. That's called our FOCUS program. It's an awesome program. It takes place in our building, and I wish I could spend all, my, all day laughing with the folks that are in this program. I can hear it from my office and it's really hard to get work done because they're having so much fun. Um, we've got multiple Special Olympics sports, so a lot of people are familiar with Special Olympics. We offer lots of Special Olympics activities for youth and adults, both team activities and individual activities such as track and field or aquatics, things like that. Um, we offer adult social programming, so things that you guys might do when you go out on weekends and, and enjoy time with your friends. Um, go out to dinner, go to Chiefs games, enjoy all the awesome recreation activities that I'm sure you guys talk about here that exist in this city. Um, we have a wheelchair basketball program for youth who have physical disabilities. Um, we've got um, day camps for kids with disabilities. We also do those inclusion services like I talked about. So in each one of those member districts, if you have a loved one with a special need and they need a little extra support in a park district program, we help provide that support and or training to park district staff. Wow. So are you part of the parks? We are. So we are a cooperative extension of those four park districts. Illinois is, um, is actually sort of unique. So we talk a lot about how the state of Illinois is, is not doing so hot, right? And there's just really a, a, um, a few ways where we lead the way in the country. And recreation for people with disabilities and access to that recreation is one of those. There's legislation that exists, it's actually from the 1960s, believe it or not, in the state of Illinois, that allows municipalities to partner. And when they partner, they can levy a specific type of tax that pro promotes programs and supports programs for people with disabilities. So that's how we get kind of the base of our funding. Um, 
which is really unique. No other state has figured out how to duplicate this system. And part of that is park districts are really strong here in Illinois, right? Yeah. They have yeah. a really strong presence. And because of that, um, we've kind of figured out how to make special recreation associations work um, really effectively in those partnerships. And, and the spirit behind that is that those individual districts would struggle, particularly smaller park districts, would struggle to, um, to figure out how to provide that programming in a really effective way. Because there's, there's really cool legislation like the ADA, right, that happened in 1996. So this happened long before that. Um, but we utilize these, this funding and these services to, to exceed that ADA requirement, right? That's just a minimum standard. So um, we will do whatever it takes to make sure that people with disabilities can access recreation activities in this area. Um, but those four districts are Morton, Peoria, Chillicothe, and Washington. Um, and really, non-residents can participate as well. Um, residents receive a discount on our services because they pay taxes to support mm -hmm. our services. Hmm. So how long have you guys been around? We've been around for about 30 years. Wow. Yeah. I've been there about 16 of them. Um, and, and we started as a real small agency with Peoria and Morton. Um, okay. Peoria Park District kind of said, hey, who's willing to or interested in doing um, this, providing these type of services to mm -hmm. people with disabilities? And Morton Park District said, yeah, we want to do this. Um, so those two districts really laid the foundation for our organization and for just increased access to services for people with disabilities and, and really recognizing that recreation and leisure is a really important part of quality of life um, for people in general and people with disabilities. So um, Morton and Peoria started that about 30 years ago. Um, in that time, we brought on Washington and Chillicothe Park Districts, um, and just we've got really great support from those four member districts. They've got awesome staff who are always willing to do what it takes and welcome our staff um, as a part of them to help include people with disabilities. Wow. So what made you get involved? That's, that's a funny question. So I'm going to go all the way back to like sixth grade. I grew up in Peoria. Okay. Um, I was born and raised here, lots of brothers and sisters, and we attended Rolling Acres Middle School. Um, and connected to Rolling Acres Middle School is the Peoria Developmental Center. I don't know how familiar you guys are with that. But it is um, kind of a, an attached but separate school for um, students with disabilities. And when I was in school there, hopefully it's different now, um, those students with disabilities, they had this sort of fenced area at recess. And I, I remember looking one day and saying to my teachers um, and my principal, who was Adrian Hitton at the time, which is a, you know, a name around Peoria, um, and I said, why, why are all those students in the middle of that, that fence? I don't understand why they aren't interacting with us. And um, he said, well, what, what do you think you might do about that? And I thought about that for a while, and when I was in sixth grade, um, I uh, started doing student council, and so in seventh grade, I had two study halls, and I started a program where students volunteered in the Peoria Developmental Center during their um, study halls. So um, that really just kind of sparked my interest. I really got to know people with disabilities and really understood that um, most of the world doesn't necessarily create relationships with people with disabilities because they just don't have exposure and access to folks, right? So um, so I started doing that in grade school and in high school I'd go back and I'd help out where I could um, when I wasn't playing sports or, you know, babysitting my sisters or something, you know? So, um, so I'd go back and I'd volunteer and I did some other volunteer work and I, I really just decided that I wanted to figure out how we could create um, a world where people with disabilities were valued. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I studied psychology and social work in, in college and continued to volunteer and and seek out experiences for that. And um, while I was in college, I worked for the Peoria Park District and I did some inclusion for them. Um, and that was a really rewarding experience. I loved recreation. I loved um, just providing experiences that were worthwhile for people. And I loved helping other kids see that they could connect and create relationships with people with disabilities. So um, in my adult life, I, I managed group homes for adults with disabilities for um, for a few years and enjoyed that quite a bit, but really kind of missed the opportunities to kind of enhance people's um, mm-hmm. quality of life as opposed to just maintaining it. So um, I um, started at HISR about 16 years ago. That's so cool. It's a long story. It's really given me uh, quite a bit. I owe, owe quite a bit in my life for the opportunities I've been given. Um, it's how I met my husband. Uh, you know, our daughter still gives back. She's four, but we still figure out ways to help have her help and give back. Mm-hmm. Um, we coach the wheelchair basketball team for Hisra. So um, the, I just have always believed that in that sort of um, too much, who much has give, been given, mm-hmm. much is expected. And so... I really, um, I look back on my life and realize I've been given so much and I just want to give that back to other people. That's so, so cool. You love people. Before I even met you, I knew that you were passionate about what you do. And, and that reputation even preceded me getting to know who you are, mostly through your husband, <laughs> who's a realtor also. Sure. And, uh, uh, yeah, guy cooks big, great cookies, by the way. I know, I've had anyway. him. Yeah. <laughs> he is extremely talented, makes great cookies, and sells a mean house. So, you know, there's that yeah. too. <laughs> so, so I came in uh, March Madness and saw you guys play just a little bit. Won the tournament that you guys were doing. Um, looked like a lot of fun. We did. Um, you know, I was really lucky to work with the Illinois High School Association um, starting right after I came to Hisra about 16 years ago. And we hosted um, the first ever state high school association sponsored wheelchair basketball tournament, which is a big deal, right? Because there are not a lot of state organizations that are really getting behind, including athletes with disabilities. And um, we were super lucky that IHSA was very open to those opportunities, and, and they helped me create this tournament. Um, and I, a lot of credit has to go to them because being open to something like that that you don't know how to do is, is, is difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so offering those opportunities is really, really great. Um, you know, the, the state, uh, we, did, we started that 16 years ago, and this is the first one our team has won. So... I formed the team about 16 years ago when we kicked this project off with IHSA, and we finished second a couple of times, and we finished third, and that's been super exciting, but this one was pretty sweet um, because we it was the first one we'd won in 16 years. Yeah. Wow. First place is always a lot of fun. First place, <laughs> let's be honest, first place is way more fun than anything else. That is for sure. Wow. That's so cool that you guys did that. So what are some of your greatest or biggest needs right now? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, funding Mm -hmm. for any program um, that serves people with disabilities, any social service program in general, I'm sure you hear that a lot. Funding is always an issue. We're lucky enough to receive that kind of financial base of tax dollars, right? Um, which is great, but it's never enough, right? I mean, you hear about all those budgets or shortfalls, and and our our operating expenditures that we receive in tax dollars really has not grown in quite some time. 
but the cost to do business, right, has grown quite a bit. And as you've heard with the, you know, the condition of the state of Illinois' budget and other social service agency budgets, when they, you know, cut their budgets, people look to us to provide more services because we also provide an important source of respite for folks, particularly for families who have loved ones who live with them, have children with disabilities, things of that nature. Our day camp is a huge example of that. Um, you know, what do you do with a young one with pretty significant special needs in the summer when you've got to work and they need childcare and they need childcare that goes kind of beyond just, you know, someone babysitting. Mm -hmm. You need something that's going to connect May to August and really help them continue to develop those skills that they're working on all year long. So um, that that is probably one of our biggest issues. Um, qualified staff is, is always a challenge. We've been really, really lucky. We have a lot of pre-professional employees who go to school at ICC or Bradley or sometimes even Illinois State University who come and work for us and it's a really great opportunity for them to get a lot of fantastic skills, a lot of on-the-job experience mm -hmm. as they transition to careers in education, special education, sometimes health science. We've had a lot of pre-PT students or even you know PT, uh, those working on their PhDs. Mm -hmm. And it's a really great opportunity for that on-the-job training that kind of sets them apart when they come out and they're looking for jobs. Um, so, you know, those are, are probably two of the things that we need most. We occasionally also need volunteers. Our Special Olympics program uses quite a bit of volunteers, um, volunteer coaches in our Special Olympics program. Um, we've, we're kicking off our Special Olympics golf season here coming up pretty soon. Our Special Olympics softball teams um, will be kicking off pretty soon. And those teams practice weekly and then go to competitions throughout the state depending upon where those competitions are. So we always could use, you know, qualified volunteers or people who just have the right heart for giving back. Um, we can give them the rest of the skills. Just have to kind of have that interest and passion. Mm -hmm. Wow, so cool. Another great place that you can get involved and it makes it simple, you know, mm -hmm. easy to get involved. We try to make it simple. Um, you know, for the most part, you gotta pass a background check and we can kind of give you the rest if you have that interest. Um, and um, and it's it it is so much fun and it's so rewarding. I can't tell you how many things it's given to my life. Um, and I, we've never had a volunteer who hasn't talked about how rewarding the experience is. Um, I think the experience the same thing I talked about when I got into it. Right? Um, you know, a lot of volunteers are a little bit surprised that they've never taken the opportunity to get to know people with special needs in their community. Right. And this is a great way to do that. Mm -hmm. So in regards to the people who are accessing your program, mm -hmm. do you have like a waiting list? So for some programs we do. Okay. Um, we have an adult social program, um, our focus program I referenced that mm -hmm. happens during the day. Um, it's sort of a, it's a really flexible program. So there are a lot of pro great programs out there, right? Epic has a day program, CWTC has some, some employment opportunities and other programs, and, and all those folks are doing awesome things. And, and what we do really kind of complements that. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot, a, a lot of times what you find is folks with disabilities are either unemployed or underemployed. So this program is, is pretty flexible. Um, you can access just Mondays or just Tuesdays or just Wednesdays or just Thursdays for that program. So if you have a job or a volunteer gig a couple days a week, you could fill in 
with this program. Mm -hmm. um, and that program does have wait lists. We're actually currently um, working on some grant options to expand that program because there's just a lot of people not um, receiving the services that they need right now. Um, you know, our Special Olympics program, some of those fill up sometimes. Um, our day camp right now is full, but you know, it's May 1st, so that makes sense. Um, you know, <laughs> but if you hit us in January, it's not full. Um, so it just depends on, on the activity. Um, we typically meet with a family and just assess that person's needs, talk with the individual, talk with the family. Um, and then we assign staff and train staff so we can specifically support that individual in the programming that they choose, whether that's in inclusion services, whether it's in some of our programming, just whatever their recreation goals are, we help try to meet those based on what information they give us and what supports they need. That's so cool. Uh, I just can't imagine. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are utilizing these and just, it kind of reminds me of Best Buddies, you know, where you're bringing people together and helping them be a part of more, you know, having that friend, having that person and, and being able to experience life together. So it that's really, yeah, really cool. It really is a lot like that. Um, we have a lot of, like I said, you know, pre-professional type staff and some professional staff who work for us who you know, it's not unusual for them to create relationships with our participants and, um, you know, create relationships with their families and support them in other ways. It might be babysitting on a weekend. It might be, um, you know, just taking somebody out to dinner because they enjoy being around them. Mm -hmm. um, so they're, they're, it is really, it, it turns out to be a really fantastic opportunity. So how does someone learn more? Do you have a website that you want to share that we can send people do. to? do. <laughs> I would love for people to go to our website. It is www.hisra.org. Um, if you go to our website, you can access our seasonal program brochure that comes out. Of, well, four of those come out a year. One of them is a day camp brochure. Um, so we, we put that out. You can download it. You can access it on the website. You can get all of our forms on the website. So we just ask you to fill out some forms and give us some information mm -hmm. about you and about your loved one, um, whoever's filling out that form. Um, but really, you can also call our office at 691-1929, and we will be happy to walk anyone through all of that. So if you don't have computer access, you can call our office. We'll help take care of it. We even have a small computer lab in our office, so you could come in, and we could set you up, and we could help you get through all that stuff. It's just real easy. And where's your office? Our office is at 8727 North Pioneer Road in Peoria. It's off Town Line. So people often drive up and down Pioneer Parkway and say, I can't find you. But we're on Pioneer Road, which is back in that industrial park. Um, and we've got a building there that we do programming in. We've got lots of fun things to do in that building. But then we do lots of community-based activities, too. So awesome. Awesome. So we've been talking with Katie Van Cleve of Heart of Illinois Special Recreation Association. Um, talking about all the great things that they do. Sounds like there's a lot of inner um, mingling of services between different organizations that all come together to make such a great, great opportunity for so many people. Yeah, we're, we're very lucky to be able to give back to the community in the way that we do. Yeah. So if you've uh, not caught the whole thing, start back. Uh, find us on YouTube, uh, Facebook, all the above, including uh, Peoria area or Peoria TV. Sorry, it's a brand new thing. So mm -hmm. channel 17 on I3 broadband, uh, we're right on there. So thanks everyone. Have a great day. PeoriaLife.com.